0: star, and then you've written free solo with an arrow, and then it says, watch it.
1: Action for Nathan.
0: (laughs) Are you taking minutes? I'm taking minutes.
1: Okay. I'm taking minutes of this podcast in case we want to follow up with some commitments that we've talked about.
0: You can't help yourself, can you? It's just a reflex for you. I just want to jump back to
1: some actions arising from the previous podcast. Okay, yeah. Were there there any? Only one. Mm Mm-hmm. Watch free solo. Okay. <laughs> Action for Nathan. Action
0: to do mm. another podcast. It's taken us a while to follow up on that.
1: I guess this will roll on.
0: Yeah, so those are rolling actions. Yeah. They're they're not implied to be done by the next meeting. They should just be done at some point. Maybe we should think of these as meetings rather than podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> fun, fun um, recorded meetings. That's what we're giving people. The best
1: kind of record. Um, just so we're clear, though, I'm I'm chairman. Clearly. And you're the you um, sorry you're the secretary I suppose
0: um, or
1: quartermaster you brought the gear so um,
0: look a lot of words and titles are flying around at the moment I don't feel yeah you're right I don't you're feel right, like we fine. need to decide that you're right. I am the we've... chairman now I don't feel like who the chairman yeah. is being mean needs to be nailed down at the moment I
1: think you're right in that we don't need to spend any more time on it when a Good. proposal's been put on the table, the motion's been uh, put forward and
0: carried. So well, I feel I like think when we've all agreed on it, I feel like we said that you need a quorum. <coughs> you need more. <laughs> you need more than fifty percent of the uh, of the body to vote on a on a matter, and mm. I, I feel only fifty percent mm. of us voted on mm. who the chairperson was. So
1: that. That was before the, the, the constitution was changed, where the chairman had a, a casting vote. So now I'm playing that casting vote as the chairman.
0: But you didn't have carries. that casting vote at the time of the vote, because you weren't chairman at that point. And you still aren't! am I And it's chairperson, please, Nathan. <laughs> this isn't Soviet Russia.
1: I think we should just all move on, and we'll, we'll
0: worry about it in the credits. <laughs> well, what makes you think you're in a position to say that? What do you think gives you the authority to make that kind of motion at this very fun recorded meeting we're having? <laughs> the Constitution I, of Australia. as the secretary of this group, <laughs> I, now, what would I... Yeah, treasurer. Quartermaster. What um, what treasurer. Does, quartermaster, I only know that from Bond. Um, Q... They- isn't it? Yeah, that that's
1: cute. Yeah. They look after the gear. So you've made sure there's a table, chairs. Um,
0: I Wouldn't they look equipment. after quarters?
1: Look, a- you raise a valid item. Accommodation
0: master is sure. what they
1: are. Yeah, I'm happy to stay the night, if that's what you're Airbnb. saying. Airbnb, that's no def-
0: definitely not what I'm saying. Happy to. It's 100% not really what I'm comfortable. saying. I'll take
1: the bed. Yeah, I
0: feel like I'll you're really running the a long way with this. As chairman,
1: I should probably have the bed. <laughs>
0: The Chairman's Lounge. That's come from somewhere. (laughs) The Chairman's Lounge, as we call it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blundeneers podcast. Welcome. I'm Sam. I'm Nathan. And what is this? This is a podcast about adventures in the outdoors, as told by two people who know a little bit about what they're doing, but not very much. It's about having a go. We're in that happy medium area of where we don't know enough to advise anyone else yep we do know enough to get out there but not enough to not make frequent catastrophic mistakes that we can talk about afterwards
1: confidently i can say no one has died yet
0: no yeah mm. yep yep all are present and accounted for yep. so man it's been a while it has been, been a while wild. since we've done one of these oh my God. what's been going on why have we not been adventuring as hard as we used to? Wow.
1: Well, that's a complicated question, Sam, with many facets. I mean, um the economy's doing its thing. And, yep, the economy. You know, um, time, the airline timetables. Brexit. Bre- oh that is wasn't that a thing? That's you know, that's I feel like Brexit um, just
0: sucked all the air out of the room. And that's got I can't I can't go rock climbing in that climate. Yep,
1: and that slowed us all down.
0: Um <coughs> Um, that might be it, actually. Growing uh, ethno nationalism in India. Sure, on the rise. That's always playing on my mind. Mm. So there's there's lots of things that have made us slip into the sort of narcotic environment of staying home and watching telly. Yeah. Which is a very powerful place to be. Well. Powerful vortex.
1: The way I see it is just because we're not doing the uh, podcast often doesn't mean we mm. should punish ourselves by not consuming as much Netflix as
0: possible. That's true in the That's meantime. True. You don't want, you don't want the tail to be wagging the dog. Mm. You don't want to be going on adventures just so you can talk about it on the podcast. They've got to be organic. They've got to be dragged out of you by, you know, when well, you have got to be forced to do it.
1: Putting the cart before the horse. Another one I've heard.
0: Never put the cart before the horse. Um, unless, could you ever? I, think I feel like, like a horse could push something. Yeah. I feel like we're just lazy thinking that you think a horse has to pull the cart. There's no reason it can't push a cart. You did engineering.
1: I did. Uh, this must have been an elective I missed. Ah, but one of the many electives. If it if it was anywhere, it'd be on a farm. I suspect.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If anyone knows, write in. Can a horse push a cart? And could a tail wag a dog? Because I think if the tail was big enough, and some dogs, relative to their tails, I feel like the tail is very strong and powerful. And if you had that in some sort of clamp, the tail could remain motionless whilst the body moved. It's at least theoretically possible.
1: I think you're onto something. I think this may be a podcast for the future.
0: Okay. We should talk to the people at CRISPR about this. (laughs) I want a tail that wags a dog how much money do you need we'll start a GoFundMe Israel Falau can do it (laughs) so can we we can if Israel Falau can get that much money and then lose it and then probably just get it privately we can make a tail wag a dog we can make a horse push a cart what are we here to talk about okay we we haven't done that many adventures we've done some though
1: yeah I think fundamentally we haven't had a podcast because we haven't done much stuff lately have we
0: (laughs) Well, we've done a bit. I feel okay. like since the last one, what's been going on? I've done I've done some multi-pitch rock climbs. Okay. For the first time. That's pretty cool. Was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, thanks to the uh, help and attention of some of my more uh, <laughs> more athletic and accomplished friends, yeah. who um, showed me how to do it and where the route was, and climbed the most difficult pitch. So. That that was exciting. That okay. is that does give it a whole It gives a very different um makes you feel much more accomplished.
1: Where where'd you go? Mount Tibrogagan.
0: Okay, cool. Back to Tibbrugagon, the location of the caves route that people will remember from our was that our last episode? I don't even know. Um And it is exciting to, you know, do a rock climbing pitch, get to a, get get to the top of it and then continue climbing on from there. Um I've been checked out Bruyar National Park. Did some rock climbing up there. Yeah, that sounded really cool. It was pretty cool, except the rock is made of knives. (laughs) The rock is made out of, it's like you're climbing sandpaper. So some of it was okay, but there were a few routes we were climbing earlier on where I did a few of them and then it was just agony to touch the rock again with my hands. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, So so um, mm. didn't get as much in as I wanted to. But so I definitely recommend it.
1: This might be a pair of gloves for the future.
0: Well, you can't climb in gloves, can you? Yeah. Which is weird. But we don't. And you people don't.
1: Maybe the fingerless gloves. But then you, you have the same
0: problem. No, because the fingers are the problem. The fingers is where all the action happens. If you've climbed in gloves, <laughs> please <laughs> right Yeah. No, I've never seen anyone climbing in gloves. No, nor have I. I will um, scramble in gloves.
1: Ah, uh, okay. You know? Yeah
0: to to because it, but something i don't know is that just an etiquette thing or just it feels weird to do it
1: i guess it's a grip thing because if you're relying on your fingertips to be mm. hanging on that the, could come out of the glove
0: could or just a little bit of movement between your finger and the glove would be weird
1: yeah and i'll be honest i don't want any unexpected movements when i'm climbing i'm already battling enough of a an emotional battle There's already enough unexpected movements Shifting
0: Externally and internally Exactly
1: I don't even want to move myself in some situations I Mm. just want to stay there (laughs) Glued to a particular part of the wall For the rest of my life So that I don't die
0: I'm not that keen on the expected movements Let alone the (laughs) unexpected ones So, yeah Mm.
1: Well, we've had a couple of sessions down Kangaroo Point Yep Just sort of practising Yep yeah
0: which is hard now because it's winter so it's in the dark which is which um, feels it feels kind of weird and horrible i don't know why i don't know why it's so yeah. so and it's cold and dark yeah. to be rock climbing and there's floodlights and stuff but the floodlights are very it's a very harsh light and um, i i guess i've discovered i'm very sensitive to light and i <laughs> need i want either sunlight or soft lamplighting on my on my climb
1: Maybe we could write to the council.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. Could we soften the lights at Kangaroo? Could we get some lighting from above? Maybe some fairy lights. Yep. Um, and just, just soft, maybe some sort of dimmer switch on the cliff, so we can just dim that up and down. Find the perfect, find the perfect ratio. Well, it'd be an
1: app, I suspect.
0: That would be cool. The
1: problem I have with Kangaroo Point is, you seem to just Too accumulate hard. spectators.
0: Yeah, that's true. You
1: know, a bunch of people who, who do know better than us, and they wander along just to see how we're going. And they'll either <laughs> stand there with judgy looks on their face, going, mm, "That's not the route I would have taken." <laughs> Definitely, this another or, rookie has gone down the wrong path.
0: Or it's like, "Why don't you just go up? Why don't you just? Why are you yeah. just standing there?" Yeah,
1: that route's quite obvious. <laughs>
0: why are you standing there shaking? Why don't you just keep yeah. going up?
1: Try, try using your legs. Have your you legs.
0: considered climbing with all of your limbs? Mm. Yep, there's that. Well, you can get them pe- those them people. <laughs> you can get them be watching, or there's just um sort of tourists, and oh yeah, people take photos well, of you. and I stuff. don't
1: mind the tourists because they they think we're amazing. They the think we
0: they cannot believe their eyes.
1: They've come along out of nowhere very quickly, and, seen us halfway off a cliff, and, and just go wow, these wow,
0: such such athleticism.
1: They haven't seen Free Solo, but they know what it's about, and this is it. For them. They're looking at
0: us going ah. Oh, this guy's like that free solo guy. Mm. Wow. Well, wow. I couldn't, I could, that's, you know what they're thinking, Nathan? They're thinking, I could never do what they're doing. I could never be capable of that. They're, they're probably right. They're probably right. Most people, most people aren't up to our standard, Nathan. Most people, most people can only most dream. Most
1: people, including us, aren't up to our standard.
0: No. Most people aren't up to the standard that we like to think we have reached. But uh, yep, yeah, did a bit of that. Saw so, saw free solo. You haven't seen it yet, No, I saw free it solo. It's on my list. On yeah. My list. It's alright. It's alright. <clears throat> I think they do I think I think as I might have said to you before, they do as well as they can, given that because Alex Honnold is so uniquely good at what he does, he is therefore a very calm, almost neutral person. It's very difficult to get an emotion being displayed he obviously feels emotions he doesn't exactly express them so that can end up that can result (laughs) in him being an almost uniquely uncharismatic person it
1: can result in quite a boring film
0: (laughs) yeah and whilst what he's when he's doing the climbing you're obviously very engaged but it's, it makes it more difficult to access his journey psychologically yeah. into that moment.
1: And I can just imagine, you know, he's, he's sort of three quarters of the way up in the middle of this extraordinary move, and a, a film producer just kind of butting into frames, saying, I just need you to just smile a little bit more yeah. here. Can you just show some stress on your face? We're not picking it up through the camera.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. And he has a girlfriend during the documentary. which oh, well, now you've,
1: was... now you've ruined it
0: for me. Spoiler alert... And I think she's very essential to making the whole thing <laughs> work because having her being there as well adds adds a lot to sort of, bit of drama. to the journey because because it's less um, technical than say the Dawn Wall, which sure. you have seen, yeah. which really delves into a lot more of what it is they're actually doing on the climb. Whereas with this, for some reason, they lean back from that a little bit. They they talk they basically boil it down to. Look, there's lots and lots of climbing. There's three difficult pitches. Okay. And there's these three cruxes that he's going to have to get through. They sort of talk you through those. So you know what he's doing when he does those. But the rest of the time, you're just kind of like, well, I, I guess it's going fine. I don't know how hard or easy this part is. I guess it's okay. Yeah, they'll,
1: they'll tell um, us if something changes. Mm, but yeah,
0: it's ridiculous. Hmm. It's ridiculous what he did.
1: I'll, 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 I'm sure I'll agree with you. Uh, yeah. Would you do that? Um uh, well we we recently uh, did see some people try free solen in Brisbane, uh, up the Mount Tibbrig and I remember looking up there seeing, would I do that? Would I participate in that kind of climb? Oh yeah. Um, I don't know till I'm there.
0: Yeah, yeah, what they were doing was, was very was very dramatic. Yeah. I probably wouldn't.
1: I think I would if I was with some proper people some real experts as mm-hmm. in professionals not us basically on that kind of thing if i'm spending a day i put sleeping in if i'm sleeping on the wall i oh, mean like the dawn wall yeah mm-hmm. yeah well just any kind of talk line where i'm just continuously mm-hmm. working my way up If i'm spending any amount i want it to be a professional kit.
0: you don't you don't want to be relying on your own skill and knowledge yeah basically
1: <laughs> 'Cause we know that's that's
2: questionable <laughs> time.
0: I would do it but yeah, yeah. I want to ride on someone else's skill to the top, is what we're saying. Yeah. Um But we do have one big adventure that we can talk about.
1: <laughs> I've done one more. Oh uh, yeah. More adventure. Oh yeah. Go on. I'm pleased to say Oh yeah. I've sailed the Sydney to Hobart. Oh, <laughs>
0: I've sailed yes. from Sydney to
1: Hobart, I've joined the ranks of oh. historical people.
0: And this is great, because you I know you've, mm. always, you've always had a, a real interest in sailing.
2: I've always wanted to be a sailor. And
0: you've wanted to get into sailing for so long, and obviously sailing from Sydney to Hobart, a classic route. And I have to a say, classic race.
1: Um, I chose to do this in winter, not summer, like those yeah. pussies who do it during the race. Yeah, exactly. Um, not as bad as everyone says. No? Look, it got a bit rough. Yeah, but we yeah. were
0: fine. You, you, you
1: It was a hardly bit even though.
0: well. You know, you had the skill. You had the skill to meet the challenge that you were facing. I had trained before. I now, had done quick, some
1: practicing sailing.
0: Quick question, quick question. Don't get bogged down in details. Yep. The 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 boat you did it on. How how many people were on that boat? Oh, Sam, look, when you achieve something like the Sydney and Hobart,
1: uh, it's a team effort. Of sure, course, of course. I, I, You're I never really going to do it on your own. I wouldn't get worried about the technicalities. Okay. What's important because sure. okay. I sailed... From Sydney, that's true. To Hobart, that's true. And back. Again. I noticed
0: your use of the word sail. How many sails were on the boat that you that you did this journey on? How? Uh,
1: well, Sam. Uh, yeah. Language changes and evolves, it, and yeah. you know yeah, yeah.
0: Meanings get twisted. Sure, um, sure, sure. Yeah, la- la- language is an ever evolving beast that we can never fully understand. You know, that's true. Okay. Sail. I'll take. Okay. Yep. I'll come. I'll come at it from another angle. The people. The number of people. We don't have to get into specifics but the number that is the number of people that are on the boat, how many digits are in the number? How how many, you know, would you say that's a one-digit number, or a a three-digit number? Or, anyway, how... um, How would you... What would you say then? Well, um... You know, don't publish the news,
1: you
0: see. <laughs> probably a couple Not... of thousand were on right. the... Oh. So you successfully got multiple thousands of people yeah. safely Sydney yeah. to Hobart. And
1: despite our expectations, most of those people were actually, in fact, probably over 70.
0: Right, wow. So what a feat. So wow, what, what an amazing feat. team. Yeah. So how's the cruise, Nathan? The cruise was great, Sam. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That only took us two days to get there. Wow, that's and, pretty good. Uh, the the bar was enjoyable.
0: Get up to anything else on the cruise? Not really. No? <laughs> How crazy was it? Because they have like, I mean, you know, I'm sure there would have been bingo. Yeah, there's bingo. Shuttleboard. Is, uh, sh-
1: is that a thing? Shuffleboard? Uh, there wasn't shuffleboard, but there was lawn bowls. And <laughs> the sea actually was really bumpy. Uh, oh, that first world problems. you know. That like, would have made the lawn bowls a little which, bit challenging. Well, I liked it because it took all talent out of the equation. Nice. It just meant anyone yes. could actually win any game at any time. So
0: it's <laughs> like a pinball out there. Yeah,
1: yeah, so that was good. Uh, Hobart, all jokes aside, is a beautiful place. Lovely place. And uh, what teased me a little bit is we visited Port Arthur, which in itself is an amazing place to visit. Uh, being a historical village. Mm-hmm. Oh, Great
0: wow. old prison.
1: Great old prison. Really interesting. Do the tour. Uh, the tour uh, host we had, who was showing us around, uh, I think mm-hmm. was the Ex-con? closest... con
0: <laughs> Maybe. knew his way around.
1: Uh, closest thing to an Australian Kevin MacLeod I've ever come across. So that was a good... Who's good Kevin name. MacLeod? Oh, who's Kevin McLeod? Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: you can Google it. Um, I'm going to. You <laughs> keep going, though.
1: Kevin MacLeod is the British host of Grand Designs.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, we all fell in oh, love with him. Wow. Many yeah
2: and women alike. Yeah.
0: Mm. That sounds like a handsome man. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool dude. So we- Was he walking around going, as you can see, they've knocked this wall through. They've got lots of ideas for what they want to do over here. This is where they used to keep the, the prisoners they headed the most. they tortured torture them down here. But now we think it's going to be, we're going to turn this into a pantry. And uh, unfortunately, they've run out of money. So the husband's doing it all himself, working 12-hour days with his wheelbarrow. The wife's really exasperated, as per usual. I'll you, come back in a year, see if they're still together. You're not far off, actually. Most <laughs> of it's just about how grim the scenario is. Originally, the floor plan was this. But then over time, they had lots of new ideas. To accommodate for their for their growing family of of desperate convicts.
1: The the one story I did like is they built this whopping great structure to house basically a workshop where they would grind grain to make their own flour. And the way they did that was sure. imagine giant mouse wheels, but they were human powered, and the convicts would stand on top of this giant you know wooden wheel that would be taller mm. than a bus. But they were still in chains, so they'd have to like take each step with this. Yeah, chain them running down on them, and that would turn the wheel, and the wheel would grind the flour, and that all lasted for a while until they all decided that was just way too much work. It was easier to import the flour just out of Hobart. <laughs> uh, it was too hard on the convicts, actually. So they wow. just stopped doing that.
0: Wow! And Imagine that. Imagine being in a penal colony, and the people in charge of the penal colony yeah. go. This is a bit much. A bit much. This is a bit, this seems a bit mean. <laughs> Let's just buy the flower. It's a flower shop 10 minutes up the road. Yeah. Wow. But at Port Arthur. Yeah. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Lots of lavender.
1: Uh, they've just opened up a new section, which is where the brand spanking new Three Capes Trail leaves from in Tasmania.
2: I am aware of okay. this. Okay.
1: And the Three Capes I Trail. I have walked the Three walked Trail, the Capes Trail. You have walked
2: the Three Capes <laughs> Trail. And
0: that's where I left from. <laughs> have we done an episode on that no we oh, haven't there okay. you go See, well, that's, but... we've, got, we've got so <laughs> such a rich past that we haven't accessed yet but now go on now i'm aware of that
1: so that wet my taste buds and i was going to say you and i are going to walk that in <laughs> one day but don't worry about it sam you just do it on your own and yeah no no
0: Emma's em done it as well we've i guess rough, i'll rough, just did it.
1: i'll just get to that sometime yeah. by myself it's
0: all right it's it's a it's a, it's a lovely trail. It's brand new, so all the cabins are brand new, yep. and um, sort of bunk bed accommodation and like cooking facilities and you know they've got like just a wall of USB ports, so everyone just rocks up and plugs their plugs their stuff in. My own my only criticism of it would be, mm. is that it's very gentle. So so there were no. No hills, no
1: grain towers.
0: It's it's very um it's very scenic and I definitely enjoyed it and there's lots of beautiful things to see along the way. But if you are looking for a sort of deep physical challenge, it's probably not so the way to go. It's
1: probably more aligned to uh, the crowd I spent a week on a P&O ship with.
0: The PNO people I think would love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I enjoy it, but there's lots of you just sort of strolling along a boardwalk and but all, all the rock formations along there are incredible all the um, oh, I forget. I forget what they're what they're called now, but it looks it looks like ruins. It looks like ruins of some alien civilization all the way along this cliff line and you end up with just these towers and towers of rock and you end up at, at Hoy's Point where there is an um, there's a very famous tower that people do rock climbing on where you walk out you walk out to this cliff which you can walk out to on, on the lookout and then it's basically, it looks like something out of Game of Thrones where this cape, well, imagine like a peninsula um, that goes out to a certain point with just like sheer cliffs off either side of it. And imagine there's a certain point in that peninsula where it gets cut off and then there's like a tower of the peninsula left, like a few metres out, just sticking up out in the middle of the nowhere and then a bit more of the peninsula after that. But there's just this completely isolated... Like several hundred meter high plinth that you wow. can just go and go and climb if you are so inclined. So it was cool to see that, even though I'm never going to actually climb it um, because too hard, isn't it? Too who has the time? Well, if you're for on that, that
1: trail, then that's not what you're there for. That's
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's all very, ni- very nice to look at. Uh, but my feeling walking off it was, I want to do something <laughs> harder <laughs> do now. More. Yeah, yeah. But that's um, no, good. Also, just quietly expensive. Mm, they don't miss you I think it's like five or six hundred dollars to do to walk it for three days or whatever
2: yeah all
0: all the park fees and that which gives you access to the huts and everything but
2: that's
1: that's nearly what my ticket on the cruise ship cost I'll be honest yeah yeah, it's pretty steep I think
0: it was something like that maybe I misremember it I I just remember it being expensive and thinking oh that's expensive
1: that's expensive to do some exercise Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: to do some gentle exercise but
1: and i guess that's the compromise of the new cabins right that's what they'd be paying for
2: mm
0: yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah and there's and there's a thing a point called the shard that you walk at i think it's is it called the shard and you walk and you basically just walk out to this other very like just narrow point that's hundreds of meters up in the air and then you look out over i think it's tasman island or something uh-huh. there's a really beautiful islands you get to sort of look out on and there's like Think is it seals or some? Oh, probably some bloody or whales or something. There's, there's 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 animals mm-hmm. down there down by the down by the water that you can, cool. you can sort of look at from from afar. And you know, I don't feel like I'm I'm not necessarily selling it at the moment, but it is very beautiful. Look, check out my Instagram account from about two years ago, <laughs> and you can see what I'm talking about. Mm. Mm. So yeah, go for it, so, Nathan.
1: Yeah, I'll check that out sometime. Go um, tell us what you think. And I'll just let you know when i've done it
0: yeah yeah or or don't don't even it's fine don't bother what are you going to tell me that i don't know so i've heard
1: they've improved it since you were last there i've heard they've made it more challenging a couple of
0: extra hills lots of lots of traps yeah (laughs) (laughs) lots of lots of spiked pits along the way now you really got to pay attention um so yeah oh good stuff's going on hmm so I should say you went on a P&O cruise because it's your friend's yeah. 30th birthday. Yeah. It was their idea. It wasn't <laughs> <Just> your idea. <laughs> Just to be clear
1: on that, yes. <laughs>
0: it was listening to you, ha, 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 but you still did it. Why do you say <laughs> it's so lame if you went on the cruise?
1: Oh, no, don't get me It was a very enjoyable week. Uh, I find yeah? the logistics of a cruise ship are fascinating. I
0: think I'm fascinated it by is... them. They're quite bad for everyone, though. Oh, like, they're like, terrible. And for, for the world.
1: They're gluttonous. They're indulgent. I highly recommend you do one. Okay. Then make your own decisions after that. I'm not your parent. Do what you like. But do one. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah. Cool. Strong endorsement there. Hmm.
1: Well, we- partially, yes. Sure.
0: Sure.
1: So we finally got our act into to gear, didn't we?
0: We did get our act into gear. That is the mm. phrase. Where we... um. <laughs> Donna. So we decided we can definitely record another episode now because well we went on a shared adventure, um, which was the return to Mount Lindsay, which long-term fans of the show will be familiar with, because um, way back not way back in terms of number of episodes but way back in terms of just time, when we spoke about doing Mount Mount Lindsay. Three years ago. That's when three we... years. Which not when we spoke about it. When we did it, we did this three years ago, and famously failed. And that in itself, the three years blew my mind. It
1: does not feel like three years. Yeah, I had an intimate, mem- intimate memory of that day. Intimate. In intimate. Yeah. In- intimate. In imminent. Well, intimate imminent. is the word.
0: I just wonder if that's the word you want. Yes. <laughs> I have an intimate memory of that day. Very intimate. You, me on that mountain. Because that was
1: a hard day. I remember it being challenging.
0: It was hard. It was hard. Not as hard as the other day. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Not (laughs) as hard as the second time. But famously, we had to go back to Mount Lindsay because we didn't get to the top the first time. This is a mountain for people who didn't listen to the other episode. It's like, what, 1,100 metres? You climb most of that when you climb it, and it's got... And it's got a very dramatic setup where there's um, rainforest and grassy slopes up to a certain point, And then there's a big plug sitting on the top, which is sheer cliffs all the way around. So it looks very, very difficult to climb. Hmm. And um, turns out <coughs> it is. <laughs> it turns out it is very difficult. And so we, we, wanted, we felt like we could go back there and climb what we couldn't climb before didn't we well we'
1: we've, we've we've genuinely done some stuff since we last attempted that certainly has built my confidence yes I think we've done a, a heap more hiking together so we're just better at that I think we're better at orienteering <laughs> and navigating yeah and we've done a bunch more climbing so I think we're we're technically a lot better than we were then now. Mm, and
0: outdoor rock climbing as well we have done a lot more of that so I think we had decided that we, we had a vision in our minds of the point that we got to last time yeah. where we turned around, we were like, we could climb that now because we almost climbed at that time. And so we thought, no, we can definitely go back and we can definitely climb that this time. Yeah. So the day began <laughs> with, as it started last time, trying to discover what bloody ridge to go up. And we'd gotten more information... We had, we found a whole bunch of posts on a discussion forum from 2007 <laughs> <laughs> discussing the best ways up the mountain. And um, there were multiple conflicting reports.
1: Yeah, I found them quite confusing, um, particularly because, and I think they all undersold it a bit in that numerous times it was mentioned that it's all just obvious once you just get into the suburb. Of Mount Lindsay. Yeah. It's obvious what path to take.
0: Once you're in the postcode, just look up, and then that's probably it. It's
1: obvious which uh, ridge to climb.
0: Now, there's the rainforest ridges, and then there's the grassy ridges. And they said the grassy ridges can be better to climb, but you'd have to go over private property to go up them. And we hadn't done anything like sufficient preparation to maybe contact people to ask if that was okay. So we both felt a little bit weird about walking for a long period of time up through private property that we didn't have permission for. And also, someone said something about when you climb the rainforest ridge, you get to the top and you go right, and that's the way up. And we had gone left the previous time, so we wanted to have a look right to see if that was the way. Yeah. So through a combination of fear of trespassing and kind of inertia, we ended up trying to climb the same ridge we climbed last time. (laughs) And... Also, weren't coming at this from a position of strength. I've been sick for about three weeks, <laughs> so I haven't exercised. Literally, I'd gone from no exercise for about three weeks to this. This was the first thing I'd done, so that was a problem. And
1: I, I was rolling straight off the back of a gluttonous cruise yep, of beer, you were f- oysters, and wine.
0: You were <laughs> fresh off your Sydney to Hobart. Yeah. I'd, I'd been having all sorts of difficulties. I was running on about five hours sleep when we got up to go and do it. Like, Yes! Now we've waited, we've got the perfect opportunity (laughs) to conquer the mountain we couldn't conquer last time. It was good weather.
1: Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather.
0: weather. So the first problem was getting onto the ridge, which was the problem last time. And we decided to take a different approach. Yeah. Which was to follow the rabbit proof fence. If all else fails in southeast Queensland, follow the rabbit proof fence. Because someone said that should get you up onto
1: the ridge. Now, admittedly, in the same note in the instructions, they also said, in brackets, I haven't done this before, yeah. but it looks like it should be possible. Yeah, End and bracket. should be better
0: than the other way. And we're mm. like, okay, well, at least we won't get lost if we're following mm. the fence. Yeah. So we follow the fence, and after about <laughs> 20 minutes of going up into the woods, it just goes headlong into just an ocean of lantana and bushes. Yeah. like. Obviously, no one has walked here since they put the fence up. It's just a, a it was green a wall. wall. It was now, a wall. this is the western side of the mountain? Uh, yes, this is the western ridge. We're doing a western... We're trying to go under the western ridge. So then... Our spirits sank a little bit already. So, okay, yeah. So that's the first plan out because of the window.
1: Part, part of the plan was... We felt like last time we just didn't have enough time at the top to yeah. properly explore so we the, the cap to find the we wanted route. So, to
0: get there faster by getting onto the ridge faster.
1: Which we thought we could do because we'd done
0: that once before now. But that didn't happen. No. So the first thing we did was get big sticks and try to bash through the bushes to try to get through the lantana so maybe we can get up this way. I um, I was holding my sunglasses in my hand and with the first swing of my big stick, I broke my own sunglasses. <laughs> so that was how the, that was the start of the day. So brilliant. I have a master's degree. Mm. And so but. that didn't, so that what we gave up on that. So then we jumped the fence and just basically started forging a path through the trees.
1: Yeah. Trying to, to get
0: towards the, cause we knew where the Ridge was. We could see yeah. where we were going for the Ridge. And we also had ourselves on your, Phone GPS.
1: Yeah, and that's another ace up our sleeves. Last time we went, I don't think the phone or the reception we had was up to basically using a GPS dot on the map, which we could yeah, now do. No. And Google topographical maps are awesome now. I mm. mean, we, y- yep, you can also go into Qtopo and get all the, the, the printouts, which are great. But um, even just to know where you are.
0: Mm. Yeah. So that was very yeah. useful. And we basically ended up just forging through yeah. bush at, and it a, was, at a steep incline <laughs>
1: and it's a real reminder of what proper australian like bush is mm. it, it's not the farmland you see when you drive out of mm. the city this is thick mm. vegetated yeah gross
0: there are a few cool spots where we were just walking through like a palm tree forest That was cool. Which was very sort of um, atmospheric and that was quite easy to walk through. But then huge bushes and the problem was everything was just mush. Like Mount Lindsay, like, fuck this mountain, man. I'm never going back there. (laughs) It's just a big old compost heap, the whole thing. There'd be trees like... Obviously, huge ancient trees that have fallen over. You could just put your hand through them. Like you couldn't climb over them because everything just tur- was just mulch. Yeah. Obviously, has not been, has just sat there slowly turning into, you know, it's like it's dust, but it hasn't been touched, so it's held its form. And there's all everything's muddy and wet, and it was quite fun.
1: And every step you took just disappeared into. If you weren't stepping into thick mm. vegetation, which just every alarm bell in my body rang just thinking I was stepping through a nest of snakes, which would yeah. surely have been all the way through it. You
0: know? Yeah. And, and you're it always sink. waiting to put your hand into some, some horrible bed of insects or yeah. something, you know.
1: And you, you, you like put your, you just trust and put your foot through this bush and then you'd touch ground and then it would continue to sink for another 20 centimetres yeah. or so into the vegetation, yeah. into the compost. Yeah.
0: So a few times where you're walking along and you're just not on the ground. You're just walking through on on plants. Um, and that took a long time. So it took us an hour and 20 minutes to cut through the trees and gain the ridge, which we did eventually. By this time, it's after 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Some say we shouldn't have stopped for the banana bread from Macker's on the <laughs> way there. I say that's an essential part of the whole system. Um. Going the ridge and oh, it was bloody delightful walking up the ridge after oh, what we have just done. What,
1: what a feeling of delight when we finally got to the point we were at an hour earlier last
0: time. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, and then you were like, "Okay, so we're we're about a third of the way up the ridge towards the bottom of the cliffs." Like, okay, well, we better get a wriggle on. And so then we were following where there are still the wires of the rabbit proof fence still, and it was at this point it really started to become clear to us. That we might be the last people to have walked up that ridge. Like I'm not. It wasn't clear that anyone has walked there since we were there three years ago. Yeah,
1: I I don't know if it was the time of the year or if legitimately it just hasn't been used. But the path that I remember being quite well defined on that ridge was gone. Yeah, and so were just the paths through the vegetation.
0: Yeah, so. And with lots more bush bash, I was just wishing I'd taken my machete with oh. me the whole day because it would have been so satisfying. And then the worst bit, I yeah. think we'll both agree, yeah. was when Lantana, which for anyone who doesn't know, is just a horrible, spiky, vine-ish plant of some kind.
1: Yeah, it's a mixture of just bush and vine. So not only is it thick and hard to push through, it's also got the strangly bits they don't spike you so much, but I don't know about you, they just seem to always get caught around my foot. Yeah. So just constantly it feels like my feet are being pulled from under me because mm. you can't step forward. Yeah, it's a and- weed
0: and it's covered in spikes and it's not too... And it's weird because like the spikes will scratch you, but they're not devastating. So you you can just sort of like rub through it whilst getting scratched to shit. Um, and it grows... And I know it does grow very fast, so... I think in the three years since because there was no way around it
1: no we went left we went right
0: we hit a point where this lantana bush is covering the entirety of the ridge and as far as you can see in either direction it's like it just barreled barreled through like this big sort of caterpillar
1: and I I should say to Mount Lindsay's credit the ridges (laughs) are they're proper ridges they're actually really Mm, impressive they're sharp they're steep on the sides which means you, you do rise quite quickly and get this incredible
0: view if it wasn't
1: for all the nature in the way, yeah. it would be very beautiful.
0: Yeah, but it means it's not an option to go off the ridge yeah, to get yeah. around this thing. And so I think I was saying to you, all day was like that children's book. Yeah. We can't go ra- over <laughs> it. We can't go under it. We'll have to go through it. <laughs> so now there's like spiky lantana of weeds higher than head height. Yeah. And we're trying to smash through them going up a hill. And I know I developed a sort of system where I still had my big stick. (laughs) So I would hold the stick perpendicular in front of me and just fall forwards and use that to sort of smush Mm -hmm. it down in front of me as hard as I could. And then manage to heave one leg up far enough to get it a little bit further up up the mountain and just try and bash the shit out of this lantana. It took a long time. It did. And I will say,
1: that is where a seed of thought developed. (laughs) Which went along the theme of yeah,
0: we'll call it a day now. Yeah. <laughs> we're only I'm, halfway. I'm forward. not feeling good about this. Yeah. This is not going great. So uh, things were conspiring to, to slow us down, um, and I got v- scratched a lot during that during that part of the day to the point where I have had to quite legitimately <laughs> reassure people that I am not self harming because my entire arms are covered in these yeah. very suspect looking. Uh, sort of uh, horizontal scratches they do look actually really terrible it looks really it, bad
1: it looks like for punishment you've been thrown into a cage with about 50 <laughs> angry cats yeah with mice strapped to your chest
0: <laughs> yeah you, you do look at them and go what the hell would cause that yeah so um, but you know I like apart from the awkwardness of other people what other people might think has happened I do quite... In, I enjoy getting a little bit injured by, by a hike, you know. Yeah. I do like blood to be drawn at some point in the day. Like, you, well, more. you scratch yourself, you do something, you're like, oh, I'm encountering reality, you know. It's good.
1: Uh, well, speaking of, mm. um, after we'd moved to oh, the yeah.
0: obstacle... Um, <laughs> there were more.
1: <laughs> how, how did you go, Sam? Was there any
0: well, pain well, inflicted? There was a bit more pain.
1: Want to talk about anything, buddy? Yeah, so
0: I was leading the way, and I believe... Um, I believe what I said to you was um, yeah. So it's funny because ah oh, ah oh, oh, oh. and uh, I, um, I had uh, I touched a stinging tree. Um, the uh, Dend- dendrochnide murmuroides is, uh, is the is the Latin name, or the the gimpy gimpy yep. as uh, as it's more oh. colloquially known.
1: Well known as being the most painful stinging tree (laughs) in Australia. In a land where everything
0: will kill you. I refer you to this Australian Geographic article. Gimpy Gimpy, once stung, never forgotten. One of the world's most venomous plants. (laughs) The Gimpy Gimpy stinging tree can cause months of excruciating pain for (laughs) unsuspecting humans. And, um... You... (laughs) I refer you to this article from the conversation. The worst kind of pain you can imagine. <laughs> what it's like to be stung by the gimpy bush. So um so we're not bullshitting. No. Nope. There it is. And you had um You had put the fear of God into me about the stinging trees on our last time out Mount Lindsay, where I believe one of them brushed your knee through your trousers.
1: A a gentle brush through a layer of clothing was enough to um, Mm. violently hurt in the day, and then it it, it was irritable for at least two or three months.
0: Wow. Well, all I can say is... (laughs) Uh, yeah, I managed to put my hand forward and into this into this bush. So you had raw tree.
1: skin on tree contact. I had,
0: I had, I, I yeah, I had raw contact, and um, it did hurt. It was very painful, and um, it was, it was, is the kind of pain that you do have to sort of breathe through a little yeah. bit. So come on, come on now, Sam, come on. And there was a moment of, oh God. This is incredibly painful. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. And I'm stuck here. Like I'm hours of arduous effort away from even getting back to our car. So like that's the, the first, that's what I was thinking about already. You're already thinking, yeah. pain happened, this stop. Oh, there's so many obstacles in the way of this pain stopping. Shit, 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 shit. Um, so yeah, it was quite painful.
1: I, I have to say, just in life, mm. you can be a noisy person. Normally on purpose. It's normally very entertaining. Oh, thanks. Which means I've heard you make many noises. I have. I have never heard you uh, in that amount of pain before. Really? But yeah. Genuinely. Um, my spidey <laughs> senses went off because y- you know when you can tell someone's not just oh that hurt kicking the toe that there was a genuine <laughs> a genuine. <laughs> there was a tone, taste of pain in your of, yell. Ooh, and mama! It was a yell. It yeah. wasn't making noise it was mm. vocalizing pain and
0: it was amazing because it was instant yeah like exactly. your hand touches it and you are instantly in pain and i don't know if my m- mind just created this i felt like it made a sound as i touched it i felt <laughs> yeah. like i heard a clickety sound like <clears throat> like the sound an evil plant might make yeah. when it <laughs> stings you and so what do we do we well, we put what, some water on what
1: it. was going through my head was um one of the first aid things I was taught a long time ago was if you carry some tape. And the reason yes. is what's happened is the plant has shot bulbs into your skin with poison on the ends. And, mm. and the, the bulbs are actually quite brittle. So if you, if you try to touch them, they'll shatter. So you can't just like pick them out easily. So a way of getting them out of your skin Is to put tape on them and rip the tape off. Mm, And mm. look, there's no guarantees in this, but some of them will come with you. um,
0: This is the tape we left in the car. Yeah, that's the tape we left in the car. cool. Yeah, I know. I thought that Um, might be. Yeah.
1: So what we did there is we talked about the tape before we left. Took it out of the backpack to make sure we had it, and And you said, "Here it is.
0: Here it is." And you put it by the gear stick. You're like, "Good. Good to know we got that tape." And then we went off. Yep. And we left it there. So instead so we
1: treated it with the only other reasonable thing we had, which was our drinking water.
0: Water and knives. Mm. <laughs> That's how we treated it. <laughs> so we put water on it, which did actually help. Like yeah. putting water on it was um, surprisingly effective. And well, the pain did start to dull after a few minutes.
1: Well, I think the first day treatment is to apply cold or hot water. I can't remember which.
0: <laughs> well, thank God you were there so, then. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Um, like I say, after a few minutes, the pain did start to dull. I was like, okay, I can live with this amount of pain. I can think and do things while I'm in this amount of pain, and um, I could see the spines sticking out of my yeah. hand. I actually could quite see them. So I ended up getting my knife out and trying to sort of pull them out, pull them. like pushing them against my thumb and pulling them out, which is probably, not, but it seemed to be working. Like they seemed to come out, and then um, it was like painful for a little while longer. And I gotta say, it's fine now. You good? It does. It not There's nothing. So I'm. Happy to have dodged the months of excruciating pain <laughs> that National Geographic thought I was going to experience. But um so that was another thing. That that, that slowed us up for a little yeah. while. But what was annoying about that was we'd just seen the cliffs and I was just in my yeah. mind like, Yes, we're there, okay, I'm gonna sit down and have lunch. Oh god, oh <laughs> god No. But the problem then was also we're looking for these trees everywhere because you ne- yeah. you're walking through an environment where you're falling, you're grabbing plants, you're f- flapping around. You can't just walk along a path and at any moment one of these things could be the thing that you touch or you brush against.
1: And a bit of paranoia set in with me after that. Immediately if oh. I if I didn't recognize it as lantana
0: or a palm tree, it could <laughs> it, be stick. It got beaten to death with a <laughs> stick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, know I became an instant instantly avid botanist after that point. Which I think is how botany must have started. He wasn't used to be like, Oh, what are the flowers? It's like, why does this hurt? Where is it? What does it look like? How far away from it can we move? That's that's what that's what we're looking for. Um so so then the whole day was framed by fear from then on. <laughs> We got to the the same point we had lunch last time, I had lunch there, and we thought, right, let's explore around to the side, around to the right, see what's around there. Fucking nothing, (laughs) nothing at all. We (laughs) followed until the path disappeared into cliffs again. Oh, there's another thing that was cool, because while you're walking up that ridge, which there were many enjoyable parts of, despite the way we've described it, because there's such a steep drop-off, you were kind of like walking through the canopy of the trees yeah, on the forest floor below. That was cool. So there were like birds landing in the trees and doing all sorts... Of, and you see so you were walking f- almost through treetops whilst um, whilst going along that ridge. I liked that.
1: When we did kick out exploring along the right, though, there was a moment that made me smile. And that was after hearing a bit of a bit of a something, bit of a movement, mm-hmm. a bit of a trip, turning around to see... Um, what I think had happened is because <sighs> we are walking along just the top just under the cliff at the base but there's quite a sharp drop off with not much space yeah like a, like a
0: 45 all very loose 50 degree drop
1: in quite a few places the only thing you really had to grab on was either some rocks in the cliff face or mm. the plants around you which are all yeah uh, I'm not talking weeds these were proper trees sort of plant things shrubs Yeah, yep, yep. Um, but this is Mount
0: a, Lindsay and Nathan you'd taken a fall I had you'd taken a slip and, and I it was one of those <laughs> falls where you do wonder how far am I gonna fall here yep
1: there's a bit of panic in Because
0: I thought I would have stopped by now, and yet I am still falling.
1: And when I turned around, I could see exactly what had happened. Because there you were, sliding down the 45 degree angle, and in your hands <laughs> was a tree. Was a <laughs> <laughs> tree. Um, why is this falling with me? Uh, the top part of the tree...
0: And the root system of a tree yep. that had just come and with you. about three kilos of earth attached to the bottom of the tree. Because what had happened was I had felt myself falling. I'd grabbed the mountain. That had broken off and splintered in my hands. So as I fell down, I grabbed a tree and its surrounding ecosystem. That just uprooted in my hands as well. And I slid another few metres down the side of the mountain. It looks like you've gone to Bunnings. Oh.
1: <laughs> found the largest lemon tree. Pulled it out of the pot. I had
0: had enough by this point to be honest with you <laughs> after that fall as well oh god we are just be- not being rewarded for any really? any of the effort we're putting in here that felt like the mountain didn't want us there
1: and what all of this meant was time
0: yeah more time so then we end up doing the same traverse around the mountain we did last time which also, much more overgrown than last <laughs> yeah. time, so even that part that we kind of remembered as well, oh that was a fairly pleasant sort of walk along along this quite quite clear path. Nope, nope, really overgrown, lots of bush bashing, more stinging trees that we had to avoid. Um, and there's one bit where there's kind of a rock scree that that um, is probably the most dramatic part, where you have to sort of do a few few leaps from rock to rock to avoid sliding down a pretty steep cliff. There was one bit that happened again where you were a little bit in front of me. You climbed up onto a rock, and I'd gotten over this little bit. Ooh, that was that was a bit that was a bit dangerous. Could have you know would have been a bit in trouble there if I'd slipped. And I'm standing on the earth on the far side, and I'm standing there, both feet flat on (laughs) what I think is the ground, and then I just feel the ground moving, just (laughs) sliding away, and I just have to full bodily just. Whack my arms onto the ground in front of me to just like hug a mountain. Use friction. Use yeah. the friction of my body. I just had to soil. fully lie down. <laughs> Be like, okay, I guess I'm not. I thought I was standing on the ground, but actually this is nothing. So that all rolled away. We got through that.
1: Well, I think somewhere along there, I, I remember kicking a rock or dislodging a rock. And Ooh. it was probably the size of maybe my head. So it was a larger rock. Mm. You know, um, and it bounced about down the much. first bit. And I sort of went, well, yep, that picked up some speed. Mm-hmm. Then it started bouncing down the hill. Yeah. So now this rock about the size of my head bouncing kind of like a basketball as it continues to pick up momentum. <laughs> and, you know, things just usually stop about there. Yeah, it's steep. Yes kept going and I, rem- I remember i could see that it, it smashed through the tree line and i could then see for at least another what well felt like 20 seconds it was probably only a few but mm. the the tops of the trees were wobbling were ah. wobbling as this rock like <laughs> ran down and smashed amongst them and kept going
0: like when king kong's moving through the yeah. woods
1: <laughs> which once again just reminded me um don't don't make
0: any mistake don't fall (laughs) yeah I I remember that I didn't see it happen I I just heard you go oh rock still going it's still going still going still going there okay there it is (laughs) meanwhile you're stretched out on the ground (laughs) (laughs) can we hurry this up so then we got to the bit of the cliff where we got to last time where there was a rope there wasn't a rope and this was a really interesting insight into one's ability to construct fake memories (laughs) (laughs) because I looked up at it and I was just I don't know if I was just too fucked by this point I was so tired I was gassed on this hike in a way that I haven't been many times in the past. I don't know why. I must just be much less fit than I realise and less fit than I have been in the past. But um I was just I was just done. I was just I, the prospect of climbing higher and then having to climb down again. Yeah. I didn't have enough water with me either. That's the <laughs> other fucking great thing that happened on this day. Um and I looked up but I was so just I had nothing left I didn't have enough in me to Um, manage the aerobic requirements of climbing Mm -hmm. the mountain coupled with the technical you know intellectual requirements of figuring out how to do the climb safely I I didn't have any energy to figure out how to do something dangerous you know because it takes energy to manage the risk and I didn't have that and I looked up I was like oh fuck that that's ridiculous <laughs> and it was ridiculous like there's absolutely no way yeah. i would have planned that now so maybe yeah. we didn't maybe we were stupider than we realized i think
1: that's my conclusion because we stood at the base what felt like at least half an hour last time umming and ring. and i remember mm. we we stood there looking up this part thinking we could probably do this like yeah we could pull it off mm. this time nah. no no <laughs> no nah.
0: maybe we've gotten worse <laughs> since then <laughs> no nah. Um, I couldn't
1: see an obvious route. I couldn't see obvious handholds. I couldn't see where you could, uh, you know, push your body against Mm. another surface to to shimmy up. It was just, (laughs) it was a flat, polished glass screen.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was like the, what was it? The Khalifa Tower? What is it in Mission Impossible? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we spent a long time trying to interpret the instructions we'd printed off. And we couldn't really, because we weren't sure what was talking about the ascent to the cliffs and what was talking about on top of the cliffs and climbing that whole section. Yeah. Um, a lot of our instructions there uh, were from um, Steve Turner, or Epic Steve, as he is on the on the discussion board there, who um, obviously very sadly passed away last year in a climbing accident. Um, so Steve we never knew him personally but he has helped us out in the yeah. past giving us instructions to out Gorge and various other things and um, so but yeah the instru- his instructions the only things we had this time and we couldn't make end or tail of them because <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. and I put that entirely on us um, but we, we read something about maybe that maybe you're meant to find a cave and go to the left of the cave and then you can see the way up so we decided to keep going around the mountain, the, going on from the way we'd come, I and mean, we went another what few hundred meters.
1: Yeah, mucked around for about. A and you just get into
0: that headspace where everything looks like a path. Yeah. You know, and it, you keep thinking you're seeing path, and it's not. It's just bit. It's just places there isn't a tree.
1: So you keep following around, and you keep going a bit further around the corner, and mm. it just doesn't. And
0: eventually, it got worse and worse again to the point where mm. we were walking very steeply down through what could have been anything, and there was no sign of a way up. What was probably difficult as well is so few people do this, the way up could be overgrown. Or you're yeah. saying, like, oh, that looks like it might be climbable, but it's covered in moss, so who knows mm. if that's the way up or not. But maybe it was. But anyway, um, we gave up again.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we gave up.
0: We we, we we got sad and tired and and came down again.
1: Which... Was, was in hindsight, the responsible thing to do? Because it was like 2.30 at this point. Yeah. We were oh, both exhausted. It was dark
0: pretty much when we got to the car still.
1: Um, if we had, even if we'd found the route up the cap, that would have, you know, taken mm. another couple of hours to get up there and back down again.
0: Yeah, And we came back down the same way, which um, is a really nice... Walk we come down a ridge, which, again, I'm not certain anyone ever goes up because there's a point we have to rappel down about 20-metre cliff, which was fun, which meant we didn't carry the rope for nothing. Yeah. Actually, it would be like 30 metres, wouldn't it? Cause it, was it was 30, the, yeah. It was the fullest end of the rope. Um, I got to the bottom of the cliff, and then Nathan threw my walking stick after me and it got it lodged in a tree. So just the whole day <laughs> was just one thing after a damn other. Um,
1: Even that... that- Matt, walk back down this ridge. This is a much gentler ridge. So the first ridge that we climbed up was a lot thicker, overgrown, mm. um, covered yeah. in trees. So it was was a hard slope. Yeah, that's, this, that's rainforest. This was the grassy ridge. So mm. it was just a a beautiful ridge, still very steep on the slides. And because there's not as many trees, you're, you're out in the open. So you nice can see view. the vast landscapes right the way around you, panoramic views. Mm. And I remember our last trip, this being absolutely Beautiful, mm-hmm. and that, that stuck in my mind probably because it's my computer desktop screensaver, but just that panoramic view. And so I was looking forward to getting to that again, yeah. But I had just blanked out of my memory and forgotten just how shit a walk it is down a <laughs> steep hill for like two hours,
0: Re- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To the and again, hitting like 45 degrees at certain points to the point yeah. where you can just slide down on your ass. Well, even That's this what time. I was doing.
1: Last time I remember doing that quite well, uh, mm. sitting on my ass, sitting sort of on a foot mm. under my ass, and you and just and keep gliding, right?
0: strategically mm. grabbing clumps yeah. of grass to slow yourself down.
1: I remember doing that last time, feeling I was like almost um, snowboarding down. This time it felt like the ground was bumpier, like the the, yeah. the knolls of grass they've just removed every second one, <laughs> so you couldn't even get momentum up on the slide. You could, you had to keep <sighs> stepping up, mm. and, and no.
0: So everything about the mountain was worse than last time. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, wasn't wasn't too bad though. Bit a bit of dinner on the way back. We had a little bit of a feed. Was uh, it a bit of was it chicken 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 palmy on the way home?
1: Bit of a palmy, and someone
0: couple here, of couple of scoons.
1: Someone here had a, some cheeky calamari on the side. A little bit
0: of side of calamari. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, mate? <laughs> um. So how did you feel about this oh. one afterwards? Because we were defeated again. The mountain cast us off. It remains a mystery. And I feel like it is a f- it was partly an aerobic failure because we were...
1: <laughs> Less fit.
0: <laughs> but I think a lot of this would have been navigational failures. We made it much harder for ourselves than we needed to do. Well, but we still yeah. don't know what we should have done. Well, that's right. Is the um, problem. We don't know how, me, what ridge we should have gone up.
1: When I read the instructions... We were on the correct ridges because the instructions referred to ridges by their geographical pointing, mm-hmm. and that we were on the only ridges in those areas. So we were either on the western ridge, or the northern ridge, or southern ridge. Where I, I'm not sure, is where we're meant to get onto those. Like I think following the rabbit proof fence was an obvious mistake. Now, yes, obviously we were Happy meant to, to say not that. do that. Um, I don't but know where we went wrong.
0: But the thing is, Steve. Talked about you go up the grassy ridges, but you couldn't go up the grassy ridge we went up because there's yeah. the 30 meter cliff. So there's clearly another grassy yeah. ridge, miles from where we park our car at the Queensland New South Wales border. That I think it must be like diametrically opposite to the rainforest ridge. Yeah, like it must be the opposite side of the mountain that we've never seen because we never get around to it.
1: Well, I, I think we've only got a couple we haven't tried. <laughs> <So> I
0: think. <laughs> I think we need to think about the possibility, Nathan, that we were 100% wrong (laughs) twice in the way we approached this mountain. Yeah. But what we're going to do, if we ever do it again, which I highly doubt, especially given my current mindset, (laughs) is we need to just find someone who's done it before and go with them, which is how (laughs) we've done, how I've discovered most things, because...
1: Yeah, I think we need help with this one. Oh,
0: look, it was the ri- the ridge thing. Ha- I think quite literally painful. Yeah.
1: Well, it wasn't fun, was it? I mean, well, it, I, I I feel satisfied that we we did what we did because I know that was a hard walk and we we did it. Mm. We just we couldn't do the climb. A no, lot look, of people if that walk have,
0: was your goal, it's fine. Yeah, You know, like I kind of like that we have this blundeneered route up and over Mount Lindsay where you go up one ridge and down another. There's an abseil in it. One half is rainforest, the other half is this beautiful view and steep climb and all the rest of it. So, you know, if that's what you intended to do, there's nothing inherently bad about that. It's just the fact that we didn't get to the summit.
1: And I guess a part of that is if there was an option, if there was a choice where I could not do any of that, and just do the uh, the climb mm. to get to the top of the cap. I'd do that. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this I wouldn't would be my first option. Skip the ridge in its entirety.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I felt. I felt okay about it. you know it was good to be out. It's nice to get a hike in. <laughs> I had a sort of purifying encounter with pain which I haven't had for a while you know so you always learn something about yourself when you encounter pain you know and in our in our you know modern anesthetized you know brave new world we live in now Nathan we never get to feel that so you know we got out we got outside of the matrix for a moment and that's that's what it's all about
1: I had a very satisfying bath when I got home I thoroughly enjoyed that
0: cool naked Um,
1: yeah I was nice yeah I'm still sore so it's now 2 days after.
0: Do you remember when um, we got to when we when we had dinner at the pub on the way home? <laughs> yeah. And it took me three goes to get up. Yeah. It took me three goes to stand up from my chair. Um, because of I think mostly knee pain I think was the problem there. Yeah,
1: I think I think the other tables were looking at you going, "Oh, that poor man." That
0: poor old that poor dirty man. scratched man. He looks like he's encountered the worst pain known to man on his hand today. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I like that as well.
1: Yeah, the, the pain is Because
0: you feel, you know, your body's done something, you know? Yeah. Uh,
1: I also thoroughly enjoy just going to work on Monday and someone inevitably wants to make small talk. Mm-hmm. What did you do this weekend? Huh. Well.
0: You did something.
1: Well, here's what I did.
0: <laughs> what do you know about excruciating pain <laughs> for months? Yeah. Um,
1: I think where I've landed on it all is, yeah. I think there's one more attempt in it for us. You
0: think? With a guide. Th- <laughs> with or, a guide. With be- or better instructions. I From someone who we can ask questions of.
1: Uh, it's not going to be written. It's going to be here's a map <laughs> with this pen, draw <laughs> where the Google Doc needs to go <laughs> yeah. while we're walking.
0: Yeah, that would be good. You want to leave it another three years, yeah. I do want to leave it. Three years. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to touch it in the meantime. That's that could be a thing every three years. We have to go to Mount Lindsay and just suffer through it because, <laughs> yeah, because that's that's the great joke of the whole thing. It's, it's going to be deeply unrewarding. There's no view from the top, it's entirely overgrown. It's not, there's, yeah. there's nothing in it for you, but yeah, I, I hadn't I couldn't decide whether this made me want to swear it off forever or whether this has made. The iron end of my soul, and now I must get to the top at all costs. Yeah,
1: I think what I think once Probably the-,
0: the first one, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do other stuff. <laughs> yeah, <Just> do <laughs> others. Do other stuff.
1: Well, speaking of what, what's next? What's coming up?
0: Well, I think what we said next was we're just going to ride some lime scooters around town and get a burger. Oh
1: yeah, we did at the new that
0: burger <laughs> place. That sounded way more fun. Um, you know, I don't know what's next, to be honest, around here. I just want to I want to just keep getting more into climbing yeah I think the I want focus to be able to,
1: here is to be better at
0: that I want to I, would, I want to be able my goal is to be able to lead a, a 17 that's a good goal which is not impressive for a lot of people but would would be for me there's the, the bottom of one of the multi-pitches on Tibur is a 17 so if I could lead that that's what I'm happy with Yep. There's no other big mountains or anything in particular that, that I want to cross off. ties in well with my
1: goal. Mm-hmm. That's to follow a 17. <laughs>
0: well, no, food keeps track. That's what you've got to do. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Going to get there by boat. Yeah. Sail back to Hobart. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, yeah. I think, I, think, I think that does it. That's it.
1: I do think maybe what's on the horizon end of this year I haven't pitched this to you yet oh okay but this is what I'm thinking at some point um maybe a a two or three night distance hike yeah not necessarily
0: yeah well I'd want to get that in before it gets hot yeah I'm with you yeah where are we gonna go
2: though
0: <sighs> Fraser
1: no I don't like sand walking
0: oh okay it's the
1: worst oh. um
0: good for your knees
1: Crave for your knees. Or is it bad for your knees? No, it's bad for your knees. Is it? Yeah, walking on sand's terrible for your body.
0: You're just making that up because you don't like well, walking Well, I sand feel terrible about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think, Sam... Uh, walking you... on
0: sand very bad for you, Nathan.
1: I've heard all of the scientists have said... Oh, okay. Mm. Um, no, we need to get uh, into the Alpine hinterlands, actually. I'm thinking uh, oh, Wodonga, yes. Aubrey, Victoria. Okay. There's some stuff to be explored there okay. for us. Okay. Um, it's all high up in the hilly area, so there's some steep climbs into it, mm-hmm. but then after that, it, it's quite steady walking. All right. But you see some uh, environments you just don't see here in Queensland because mm-hmm. it is nice and cold down there. It's a different um, mm-hmm. type of plants and, and, and tundra. Uh, there's some cabins you can stay in along the way, and if we get there in snow time, that'd be fun. Do it a bit of snow hiking. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some, shi- Look, some Bring me a pitch. Yep. You know, do, do, do up a slideshow, put out some cheese. bring me around, pitch it to me. We'll hold right? a committee meeting. Yeah, we'll do a bit of a dragon's den.
1: I'll decide we're going.
0: Well, I feel that's a decision that the chairperson should make. So I don't want, you know, just steady on, okay? Let's wait to see what he or she, prob- probably, probably he, because it's me, says, okay?
1: All right? I'll meet you halfway. Ernest.
0: Co-chairs Co-chairs okay. I love it We can um, we can both sit on one half of the chair Okay Which need some sort of large novelty chair That we can both sit on
1: I think they call it a couch a th-
0: No, see that's too big Too big I'm thinking more like a throne Oh, that's cool Yeah Yeah, yeah. And we could get one of those jumpers That is, just has two arms But space <laughs> for two heads
1: Yeah, that's good Yeah?
0: Yeah, All right. that's fun. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. If you've been enjoying the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at The Blundeneers. Maybe The Blundenears podcast. I don't know. I haven't looked at it for a while. Or you can <laughs> email us at theblundeneers at gmail.com. Um, I guess you could follow me on Twitter if you wanted to, at yeah. S yeah. underscore and Brookfield. <laughs> or on Instagram, S underscore Brookfield as well. See some pictures of The Blundeneering. I will be putting up a picture from our Mount Lindsay hike. Cool. And... Um, Uh, Nathan, you have no internet presence at all. No.
1: um, You can follow me by just finding where
0: I live and and... following me around. (laughs) (laughs) Find Nathan on Facebook and just friend him. Um, Just just do it. Get real personal. (laughs) Uh,
1: As with anything, if you uh, want to get to me, you need to go through Sam. Um, yeah, yeah. So follow Sam. Go
0: through me or through Nathan's workplace. I'll. Yeah. <laughs> and, but to find that out, just ask me. I will tell you. I'll tell you at a drop of a hat. I'll give you all his information. So um, I'm really I'm keen on this podcast disrupting your life as much <laughs> as possible in a really sort of invasive way. Well, it already is. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, then I feel like it's achieved what I wanted it to. We're well done. Hope you enjoyed our last episode, guys. <laughs> See you next time. See ya.